Okay, let's move that out of the way, move that out of the way, put it there. How's that? Oh, that's better, isn't it? Yeah, sounds okay. And I can move it, I can even move it further like that. There we are. Good. Okay, right. Thank you very much indeed. The James Whale Radio Show here, the podcast that everybody's talking about. Because uh, this isn't uh, contrived and boring shit like most people put out. This is uh, this is the real thing, isn't it, Robbo? Uh, well, it's real to me, yes. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, hold on a minute. I'm just going to move my microphone again. Um, uh, it's not. I'm not comfortable with where it is. Okay. How's that? Does that make any difference at all to you? Well, it makes no difference to me. Are you comfortable? Yeah, I think I am. I've done my back in. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm. I'm okay now. Uh, yeah, this is fine. Um, so, thank you very much indeed for the introduction. If you would like to do the introduction to the program, all you have to do is say, "Ladies and gentlemen, the James Well Radio Show." In any uh, unusual way you like, uh, get in touch with Rob. You can uh, you can send it to us on a PDQ, PDF, PVC, whatever. P- PVC? I don't know, whatever they're called. What MDF, those attachment mean? things are. MDF. MDF, yeah. Do us on, an, on a PVC MDF. And, uh, and and we'll put it on the show. Yeah. Dead simple. Send it to uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a phone call from uh, this week. This week, you know, the BBC programme with Andrew Neil. So this week phoned you this week. This week, for me, this week, yeah. And uh, I got very excited. I, th- I, I quite like that. Pro- it's one of my favourite serious-type shows. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It goes on 11 o'clock. Um, I can't remember what night it is. I think Thursday, is it? Um, and Andrew Neil does... Uh, this week's been running for years, but he hosts it now. And they ask people every now and then to do a funny little introduction uh, film right. on a certain subject. Okay. Um, so this week, they producers rang and said, "James, we'd love to uh, get your take on immigration." Hmm. Um, so I said, "Yeah, absolutely, love to." Uh, so I said, "What what what is your take then on immigration?" I think when I told them, that's when it all fell apart. Were they, did you say something they weren't expecting to hear from you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I wonder whether, like a lot of people, whether they thought I was going to suddenly say, well, it's immigrate, get rid of the foreigners, get them out of the country, it's not something we want, is it? You know, that's not me, though, is it, really? So uh, I said, yeah, I'd love to talk about immigration. I think it's a very important subject. I'd like to talk. Well, what, what are your thoughts on it? I said, well, I think the more the better. I could hear I could hear a silence. I said, I think, I think uh, immigration is very, very important for this country. Uh, very important for the economy of this country, very important for uh, the future of this nation, that we are an inclusive nation, that we welcome people from all over the planet um, as long as they come here and help and contribute. Oh, right. Um, which, of course, I believe. I, th- I th- You know, I, I'm sorry, but uh, people who come to this country in... Uh, search of a better lifestyle. Good on them. That's what I say. Good on them. 
anybody gets off their fat backside and decides to move to another country because they think they can improve their lot, they must be they must be decent people, mustn't they? Yeah, that sounds right in theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm sick of the boring old farts who say things along the line of, yeah, if it wasn't for all the foreigners, I'd have a decent job. Well, that's bollocks, isn't it? They take our jobs away. They work cheaper than us. Well, it, I suppose in some cases some might. Um, but how many people want to work in the kitchen in an Indian restaurant? Hands up. How many people want to do the washing up in a hotel? Uh, how many people are prepared to wait on table in restaurants? How many people uh, do you think want to work on public transport? How many people do you think want to do cleaning jobs, very important jobs? Offices, particularly in city centres, need teams of cleaners. Uh, how many people do you think want to work in the fields of this country, picking the fruit and the vegetables in this country? Um, how many people want to wash my car? I'll wash your car. Yeah, good. Well, okay, so fiver, you can wash it. A fiver? That's what I pay. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. I'll give you fiver. I'll give you ten quid if you do in and out. No, I'll take my time. Yeah, inside and outside. Oh, I see what you mean. I thought you meant just to get in and out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, okay. no, no, in and out, yeah. Um, but, you know, this is these, these jobs are... I mean, where, where did you ever get hand car washes before people came here from Eastern Europe? You never saw them, did you? I saw them on some music videos, especially that car well, wash yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, but you do. Yeah, I mean, seriously, if people want to do these jobs, why aren't they doing them? And they say, but I wouldn't work for that. I'll get more on the dole. Well, maybe, maybe actually we need to do something about the fact that people who want uh, to work, uh, we find jobs for them. And maybe if you are on the dole and you can't find a job, that, that you get a job that, you know, once you start doing something, it helps you on to other things. But I'm, I'm sick and tired of moaning old groaners going on about, oh, if we got rid of the foreigners, there'd be work for everybody. Well, you know, before there were lots of people coming to this country, there weren't. If it hadn't been for immigrants coming to this country, we would be a lot poorer as a nation. When West Indians came to this country back in the 50s, 60s, uh, they came here because the, nobody wanted to drive the buses or work on the London buses. When Idi Amin threw Ugandan Asians out, uh, who came primarily to this country, they set up businesses and employed all sorts of people. So my view um, is, and uh, we're not doing it on this week now, but I hope at some point in the future I will expound on this. My view is that, yes, I suppose this country is small and you can only have so many people here, but don't start blaming the foreigners. Because by and large, people who come from other countries uh, come here to work. Yeah. And don't confuse those people who come here to work with those people who end up being sent here because their country has been destroyed by war. Refugees, and we aren't in Europe, I have to say I am disgusted at Europe's response to the refugee problem in the Middle East. I am flipping disgusted that, you know, Europe, we're part of Europe still at the moment, Europe's response to taking these people in and looking after them has been woeful. And there are still quite a lot of new countries to the European Union whose, uh, whose racist policies need addressing and need addressing quickly. 
How did they become members of the European Union if they're a racist nation? Well, because a lot of, uh, let's let's put it this way, former Soviet bloc countries or Eastern European countries have a different outlook on racism to ours, and they have to assimilate, perhaps. But hang on, hang on, this isn't going to, we're leaving the European Union. I understand that. We've decided we're going to go, uh, and a lot of people think, a lot of people, misguided people in this country think that that means we're going to be, uh, you know, we're just going to, we're just going to be British over here, have a few foreign johnnies over here, do a few jobs, and we're going, you know, that isn't going to happen at all. I think intringently, intrinsically, whichever the word is, I think Britain's quite, we're uh, Brits, you know, are quite lazy. I am. I don't know about you. I mean, if I could get somebody else to do something for me, I'll get them to do it for me. I don't think the Brits are very good doers. I think we are quite lazy. I I know a chap I've um, talking to recently who's a, a British building company, but he'd rather he'd rather employ uh, a Polar uh, Polish builders sometimes because they work. He doesn't pay them any less, by the way. Pays the same. Uh, it's a British building company. Has British builders as well. But he says I I employ quite a lot of poles because they work harder. They turn up on time. They turn up and they don't take days off because they've got a bit of a sniffle and they don't feel so good. So I might just have the day off. All right. They're not like that. They have a different work ethic. Our work ethic. And you know, you and I, you know, we'll always look for a reason. Just say, oh, I might sit in and watch telly today because it's raining. I get fed up with everybody blaming. It's the foreigners come here and they take our uh, they take our jobs. They clog up the national health service and um, and there are no school places. It's complete and utter tosh. Yeah, actually, if we didn't have foreign workers, we'd have no health service. Yep, that's true. Yep. Yeah, um, and and it's the same in the in the private sector as well. Uh, a lot of people in service jobs, in education, uh, in uh, care particularly, come from abroad. Brits don't want to do it. No. Now, you're not getting very into this, are you? You're being a little reticent. Well, I'm sort of agreeing with everything you're saying. Oh, that's shit, isn't it, when you do that? I really hate that. Um, so anyway, the James Well Radio Show podcast, you're, uh, you're, you're, listen, don't worry what I say, you have uh, a chance to, uh, to, to have your say. All you have to do is get in touch. You can email James Well Radio at gmail.com I never gave you my other one uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com and this broadcast is available on radio stations online, in fact we're available anywhere aren't we? Absolutely anywhere, wherever you take us we'll be there Yeah, why haven't we got an app We have yet? got an app We have got an app Have we? Well I have Yeah, but you haven't developed it yet have you? The app's finished, it's done, I just haven't uploaded it to the app store Why not? Because it, it costs a bit of money to upload it to the App Store. Oh. Oh, well, listen, if you want the app to listen to the programme, all you need to do is go to the website and donate. And then we get some money and we could do it. Why don't we crowdfund it? Crowdfund the app. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we, we only need 80 quid, though. Well, there we are. I want to crowdfund 80 quid. Can anybody help us? Please go uh, to jameswellradio.co.uk and uh, find the donate button there and uh, there we are job's good un. job is a good one if you donate yes if you yeah. don't donate it's not so good i'm looking um what's not so good well you said jobs are good and if they donate if they don't yeah. donate it won't yeah. be. just looking at where i i do the show from uh, my office in my house and uh, outside um i have a lilac tree uh which actually needs chopping down 
Well, not chopping down, chopping back, but I'm just watching because there are some birds nesting in it and I'm just looking. You hear my stomach? I'm hungry. Um, I'm just looking outside at the moment, a couple of blackbirds who are sitting there looking at me. I don't think they can see me looking at me with beaks full of worms wriggling around. And I can see the, the whitewash of the little house opposite glinting in the sunshine and the dappled light coming through the tree. But because this tree, I've got, you know, it, it grows at the side of the house here. Um, and I never really paid attention to it. And I'm thinking to myself, it's got nice white flowers and then it's dead underneath. So I think it's a very old lilac tree. I think after the, f after the flowers stop on this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chop it right back. Why do they call it a lilac tree if the flowers are white? Well, some lilac trees have lilac flowers and some have white, and this one happens to have white. I don't, I don't ask questions like that. So you've got an albino lilac tree. Albino? Albino. <laughs> That's the one. Albino lilac tree. Albino lilac tree. Yes, I have, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go then. Unless you've been bleaching it. Have you been bleaching your tree? No, I haven't. I've, it's one of those trees. You know where you have a, a sort of a load of stuff growing around where your dustbins are? Yes. Do you have a bit of the side of the house where, you know, it's a bit dark and nobody goes? Do you know that that, that sort of thing? Yeah, and all the, all the them little natty things fly around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been bit. I tell you what, so far this year, I have been bitten all over by mosquitoes. I can't tell you how many mosquitoes have had a little nibble of the whale. Put some cream on, you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a present from a friend of mine the other day. Oh, yeah. He's just been to America. He's come back, and he's brought me uh, one of those hats with "Make America Great" on. <laughs> so I put it on. They put a photograph out. Go and have a look on my Twitter feed. Put a photograph out, and it, it's true what everybody says. You put one of those hats on, and you look a complete tosspot. So it's a Trump hat, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you look like a complete pillock. Yeah, absolute pillock. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, listen, don't forget you get in touch with us at jameswellradio.co.uk. Shall we do Wales Mail? Uh, Have we yeah. got any mail? I think we've got one letter in this week. Well, one that we can broadcast anyway. One. Why don't we do the ones we can't? I keep telling you. Um, listen, if you've got if you've got a problem with the programme, you've got a problem with me, you want to talk about it, jameswellradio at gmail.com. All right? Wales Mail. Uh, this is from Jason Stewart. Hello, Jason Stewart. He says, uh, I have never actually seen the film The Vampire Motorcycle, um, which we were talking about last week, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. Yeah, I brought a vampire motorcycle. I remember seeing it featured on your old TV show in the late 80s, and I'm pleased to say I have now purchased a copy of the film from Amazon and look forward to watching it when it arrives. I really enjoy your show last week. Masturbate for May, and I can say I am proudly taking part. Well done, Jason. Well done. Very good. Yeah, because um, May is the month of masturbation. Yeah, everyone's got to go out and masturbate for May, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's good for you as well, so let's uh, let's all remember that, uh, whatever any of the nutters think. Um, the, other, the other really entertaining story um, I thought this week was that the, uh, the, the attempt, the rather feebile, fee, feeble... That's the yeah, one, yeah, feeble, feeble, yeah. Puerile attempt again at having a go... Uh, at anybody who doesn't like religion. And uh, Stephen Fry, 
Um, something he said on the Gay Burn show. No, gay isn't burn. I mean, but anyway, um, something he said on the Gay Burn show, which is a show in Ireland a couple of years ago, uh, where he he was saying what he thought about God, and he, th- he basically what he said was, and it got re- reported all over. Then uh, I think we talked about it then, didn't we? Yeah, we can play a clip. Can we? Yeah, right, have a listen. This is this is what he said. Suppose it's all true, mm. and you walk up to the pearly gates, and you are confronted by God. What will Stephen Fry say to him, her, or it? I will basically. That is the Odyssey, I think. I, I'll say, bone cancer in children? What's that about? How dare you? How dare you create a world in which there is such misery that is not our fault? It's not right. It's utterly, utterly evil. Why should I respect a capricious, mean-minded, stupid God who creates a world which is so full of injustice and pain? That's what I'd say. And you think you're going to get in no, on that? but I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get in on his terms. They're wrong. Now, if I died and it was, it was Pluto, Hades, and if it was the 12 Greek gods, then I would have more truck with it because the Greeks were, they didn't pretend not to be human in their appetites and in their capriciousness and in their unreasonableness. They didn't present themselves as being all-seeing, all-wise, all-kind, all-beneficent. Because the God who created this universe, if it was created by God, is quite clearly a maniac, utter maniac, totally selfish, totally... We have to spend our life on our knees thanking him? What kind of God would do that? Yes, the world is very splendid, but it also has in it insects whose whole life cycle is to burrow into the eyes of children and make them blind. They eat outwards from the eyes. Why? Why did you do that to us? You could easily have made a, a creation in which that didn't exist. It is simply not acceptable. And that's what Stephen Fry said. Everybody's got their knickers in a twist again. And in Ireland, they've uh, decided they would uh, have a go at prosecuting him again for saying this. I think he's absolutely right, isn't he? In his thoughts, you know, what sort of, what sort of being does these sort of things? Anyway, pleased to say that they have uh, withdrawn the idea of prosecution. And the reason was the Garda didn't think too many people had been that offended by what he said. Well, how could you be offended by what he said? Because basically, if there is a being who does behave in that way and does cause all those things to happen, they deserve a good smack. Mr Burns' face looked quite uh, impressive when he was being told. Yes, it's quite funny. So uh, we decided to put the question out on Facebook. Yep. A lot of people want to know when are we going to... We could broadcast real-time. We could do a, a TV version of the show on Facebook. I'm going to try putting out the old shows live on Facebook. All right, OK. Um, the other the other interesting thing is you can see the old TV shows now, lots of people having a look at them. And uh, if you go to James Well, uh, sh- jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash video, you'll find them there, won't you? Videos. Sorry, videos. So, we put the question out, does anybody believe that blasphemy should be illegal? Well, it has been illegal. It isn't illegal in this country anymore. Uh, Sarah Turrell is very funny. She says, Jesus, no. (laughs) No, you can't do that. Uh, David Booth says, I don't think that an imaginary person can press charges under current law. I think you're right. Uh, we laugh about this, but, you know, in, in some countries, particularly Muslim countries, uh, Muslims don't seem to have a sense of humour about this. They need to lighten up. 
all right? You you take your religion seriously, fine, but if somebody else has takes a mick out of a religion, suck it up. You know, if there is a God, if there is a God, there may be, I don't know, if there is a God, and whatever religion this God is, probably none of the above, by the way, Christians and Muslims and all the rest are probably going to be sadly disappointed when they suddenly find out that this uh, creator of the universe is neither Muslim nor Christian. And saying that, actually, in certain countries, luckily we don't live in one, uh, they lop off your head or hang you for it. I suggest those countries get with the program. We're in the 21st century, guys. We're not in the flipping Middle Ages. Um, Justin Richardson said, I'm sure that uh, there are some people that would subscribe to the ideology that uh, blasphemy should exist. Uh, Steve Foster says, law and religion should never mix. He's quite right in my view. Michael Bassett, utter tosh. If there was a God, all the dreadful diseases and malformed births, both physical and mental, would never happen. Wars and atrocities would never happen if there was a God. Maybe we're actually living in hell. Maybe this is hell. Uh, Kay Falwell says, my dad once said that life... Uh, the life of Brian was blasphemous. I didn't see it that way. I just saw a funny film. If you're taking into consideration what Stephen Fry said on RTE program in Ireland in 2015, he was expressing his own opinion and therefore wasn't saying anything illegal. I was brought up Catholic. Oh, I am so sorry. And I still think that it's your own opinion. You're not making a representation about something blasphemous. And I say that if it is a law, then it's stupid. Good, Kay, you are absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, And I do feel sorry for people who are brought up in strict religious homes, Muslim, Christian religions, whatever it is. Um, Bill Roberts says the answer to your question is yes. Some people do believe it because a number of countries have blasphemy laws and people continue to be prosecuted. Um, Russ Morley says, depends on your theosophical or philosophical point of view. If you believe in God, then blasphemy is recognized as a denigration of your belief. If you are an atheist or agnostic, then I assume, I presume, you would be expressing your non-acceptance of that belief. I feel people should be cautious about making inappropriate comments about religious beliefs, and I stress inappropriate comments. However, in the case of Stephen Fry during the interview with Gay Byrne, uh, making comments about a capricious, mean-minded God, He, Stephen Fry, was asked a question to which he replied honestly, I do not believe in God and therefore do not recognize blasphemy. But I try never to enter into theological conversations with people I know to be zealots or dogmatists, as it usually becomes a very sensitive issue. Yeah, well, you're right. But, you know, some people have to be told, Russ, don't they? Um, And God says, uh, as God, to you all, yes, no one should slag me off. And to the one who does punishment by standing on red hot coals whilst having your nether regions shaved by a cheese grater is what you can look forward to. Gosh, that's horrible. Um, so there we are. A lot of people think, I, I think quite rightly, that, that blasphemy, you know, that, that comes from an age when people were bullied into being religious, bullied by the fact that they would have their lives taken if they did not conform to certain religions. And we still have that in certain places in this world. Let us move forward. Um, any more thoughts on that? You know, you can get in touch, Radio at gmail.com. Um, 
Right, should we have a bit of music? Uh, yeah, we've got some music, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, but we have. These are the screens, and this track is called Avalanche.
Yay, that was the screens with Avalanche. Yeah, good. Uh, tell everybody, because, you know, I don't see you doing very much here. Uh, tell everybody how they can uh, get their music played on the James Well radio show. Uh, you can do what the screens did. Just email me your MP3 permission to play to jameswellradio at gmail.com. I'll have a listen. James might have a listen as well. And then if we like it, we'll play it. If we don't like it, we might play it. If it's funny, we might play it. You get the idea. Yeah. Well, actually, we play it. we're more likely to play it if we think it's crap. We've had a few in the past, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, right, well, the election is uh, is looming ever closer. A few weeks away now. Um, it's a very strange thing, this election, isn't it? Um, Theresa May is... Uh, it, it's all about Theresa May, me and my team. Me and my team. It, it, it's the most ridiculous election I've ever seen. It's not really an election, is it? It's really a second referendum on Brexit. It's more like a pat on the back for Mrs May. Yeah, uh, but if people don't vote, as I rather expect that might happen, if the turnout is shocking, um, there is no mandate. There is no mandate at all. And I can't, I mean, I just could not believe Diana. I mean, what what is that woman on? That's twice now, isn't it? She's got things wrong. Yeah. I mean... <sighs> I just, I just don't understand how people standing for election, people in a general election, can be so stupid. I mean, on the one hand, you've got very polished performance. They're not going to do much media, the Tories. They're, they're controlling everything that comes out. And on the other hand, uh, on the other side, uh, they seem to be saying the first thing that comes into their head. Didn't I see uh, Mrs May on The One Show the other night? I believe her and her husband... Um, doesn't it look like an older version of the Milky Bar Kid? <laughs> Talking about shoes. Yeah. You know, that will have all been uh, stage managed. Uh, they will have been told what questions they can talk to her about and what they can't. Um, and, I, I, you know, I think we all have to understand that the, the politicians now are trying on all political sides. Uh, they are trying their hardest to uh, manipulate the media. I won't be manipulated. No, even if you could say the word. Didn't I just say manipulated properly? No, manipulated, manipulated. Oh, I see. So it's manipulated. I won't be yeah. manipulated. No, you won't be pulated. I won't be that either. No. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of people, I, you see, I talked about this on the radio. Oh, did I mention my uh, radio show, Talk Radio? Uh, you might as well. Yeah, I think I will. Uh, because still, I still meet people who don't know that talk radio is back. And it's not talk sport. It's owned by the same company. It's housed in exactly the same building. In fact, I'm in the same building with Ash that I was in the same studio that I was 10 years ago. So it sounds like talk sport. It's in the building of talk sport. Well, it is talk sport, isn't it? Without no, the sport. it's not. And it doesn't sound like talk sport because I never did a sports program. I always did my show on talk sport as I did on talk radio before it became talk sport. Are you following me? How did you get a job on talk sport when you didn't talk about sport? Because I was already there when they took it over and changed it to sport. And because I had very good ratings, they decided to leave it as there's not a lot of sport at night. 
So it was talk radio to start with, then it became talk yep. sport, and then in, it became talk radio again. Yes, there you are. See, you're getting it. That's not confusing at all. No, I didn't think it was. So you don't have any sport at all on your show? No, no, no. And I'm I'm not on late. I'm on 7 in the evening to September. You know, you can download stuff and listen to stuff anytime. Uh, but if you want to listen to the program live and phone in, Live talk about some of the issues we're talking about now, although, of course, we have to be fairly careful about balance in the run-up to the election on proper radio. Well, actually, proper radio, that's, you know, you know what is proper radio? This is radio, that's radio. Every, you know, podcasts are radio, aren't they? Go out in the street, that's radio. That's radio too, yeah. Um, so 7 o'clock till 10 o'clock, uh, Monday to Friday. Normally I only do Monday to Thursday, but as... Uh, I'm not even supposed to mention the name of the guy who does Fridays normally. He's standing for election, so he can't do it. George, whose name I didn't mention. Galloway. Um, so, whatever. Uh, I didn't mention that, did I? No, you, you just said George. No. I said Galloway. Yeah, yeah. well, as long as I didn't do it, then, then we'd be fine. Um, actually, I don't know. Does Ofcom have any, any jurisdiction over podcasts and, and online stuff now or not? Well, it, it wouldn't for for us, but the radio stations who put the show out might have to bleep that out. Yeah, well, that's up to them. Um, now, here's here's something I was uh, talking about the other day. Um, lost myself, wondered how I got to where I am. Um, I think, and this is my thoughts, but you might think differently, and, of course, the address Rob will tell you to get in touch. Jameswellradio at gmail.com or get in touch with James on his Facebook page. That's a very good idea. Facebook me. Facebook fans. <laughs> Tweet me. Twitter fans. Twitter fans. Tweet me at the James Whale or the other one, which is... James Whale Show. James Whale Show or the James Whale. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Um, anyway, so I think I think voting should be compulsory. There is no, no reason in my mind why, in a country which is democratic, uh, voting is not compulsory. And don't give me this bollocks about, oh, you should have freedom to choose. No, you shouldn't. If you live in a country, you should take part in the, in, in the whole business of electing the people who will run the country for us. Notice I didn't say our leaders. Uh, people who run the country for us. Um, and I, I, you know, if it's, if it's a 40% turnout or 50% turnout, then it's pointless being a democracy, isn't it? I've got an idea. I've just had a brilliant idea. It's one of Rob's special ideas. Go on. Why don't we have a referendum on whether we should be forced to vote or not, and that everyone that votes will automatically say yes? Why don't we just bring in a sensible rule that in a country that is supposedly democratic, everybody has to take part? Otherwise, it's farcical. Um, and I actually thought... Well, a lot of people might, if or people always say, "Well, I would vote if I thought it would make any difference." Well, it will if the turnout's high. Trust me, it'll make a difference the way the politicians think. And then some people say, "Well, I don't like any of the people." And so I thought the question is, if there was a box for none of the above, then should voting be compulsory? If people can go out and show their displeasure with the politicians at the moment, uh, and there is a huge surge of people saying, I'm not happy, none of the above, um, then should voting be compulsory? So I asked that on Facebook. This is some of your response. We had loads of response, actually, didn't we? We did. 
Um, so this is just, uh, I don't have time to read our hundreds, but I hope yours is involved. Darren Clancy, hello, Darren. He says, yes, with a day off work and a financial penalty for anyone who doesn't vote by person or by proxy or post. Absolutely agree with you, Darren. Very sensible. Uh, Sheila Williams says, uh, what's the point? If people don't vote, they're obviously not interested or don't really care. If forced to vote... They will vote for anyone not knowing what they are voting for. I don't care, Sheila. I don't care. Um, People have to be uh, accountable in a democracy. And, you know, we get a lot of people who are a bit thick voting for parties because they think it's going to make their life easier. (laughs) Nothing's easy, is it? Martin Brammer says, yes and yes and yes, mandatory and a none of the above uh, candidate. The only issue being what to do when none of the aboves win a majority in Parliament, uh, then I think the uh, the people who are standing for Parliament have to be very worried, very worried indeed. Um, Rob Whitaker, gringo Whitaker, said, that's not sorting out the source of the apathy issue, is it? I haven't got a solution either, though. Not convinced there is one. Uh, it always has been and always will be, to an extent, compulsory voting with a none-of-the-above box just allows us to pretend apathy is not the issue. I'm not blaming the apathizers, apathizers either. It's understandable, as worthwhile pollies are slim on the ground. Politicians, yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, we get what we vote for. But we have to take part. There is no point in a democracy where some people take part and some people don't. Um, And being apathetic is a disease, isn't it? It's a disease. Uh, Desmond Granger. uh, Let's do John Green first. Hang on. Uh, Where have have I got to? No, let's do Carolyn White. Um, If they had a way of doing securely online, almost everyone would vote. That's a very good point, and I don't see why they can't. Uh, Philip Rowland says, no, by staying at home, you are effectively saying either none of the above and I don't give a damn. We supposedly live in a democracy. Voting is not compulsory in a democracy. Completely disagree with you, Philip. Uh, John Green says, yes, actively abstaining should be an option at the polling station. Uh, Furthermore, failure to vote or register to vote should incur a fixed penalty fine and the right to your local MP's surgery removed. Yeah, we are. John, see? Quite right. Philip, no. Uh, Desmond Granger says, and if millions still choose not to vote, what will you do? Fine them? And if they refuse to pay the fine prison time, anyone who thinks voting should be compulsory is talking absolute rubbish. Desmond, you're an idiot, mate. It's easy to make people vote because the majority of people do not want to be fined. And if you start taking away some of the things that in a democracy you take for granted, then you will surely want to vote. And there are all sorts of ways of punishing people if they don't register to vote. You know, if you don't register to vote, you might find it almost impossible to get a loan. Well, it is impossible. You might find you might find that you are restricted to getting signed on to a doctor. You might find if you don't vote that you get points on your driver's license if you drive. There are all kinds all kinds of ways of making people more accountable. Um, It's just wanting to do it. Al Williams says, voting only exists to make the people believe they have a say. I don't vote, never have, never will. As Einstein said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. 
Well, Al, then don't expect to have a say, mate. Uh, James Adams, no, voting should not be compulsory. If somebody doesn't want to vote, it's usually because they don't understand or care what they're voting for. Therefore, it is best that they are left alone. No, I don't think stupidity is an argument. I think if people feel that way, they ought to they, they ought to actually have to address the problems of the country and say, I don't really understand. Who's the, oh, well, I could address, I'll vote for a... You know, people are that stupid, they need to be educated. Uh, Michael Otham says, never under any circumstances should voting be compulsory. I suspect that the none of the above option would significantly increase vote participation because so many people, myself included, consider the usual options a complete waste of time and energy. However, voting is nevertheless a right and not an obligation. Let's see another one, Michael. You you know, you, you don't want to be part of it. You don't want to take part. You should, you know, for goodness sake, mate, get a grip. That is not how life is supposed to work. People don't take any interest. Then it falls apart and you get minorities ruling and minority ideas being put forward. Of course, it makes a difference. And if people like you don't vote, then for goodness sake, you know, you are to blame for the ills of society, to be quite frank because we get people getting into power who don't deserve to be there. I've got another idea. What about you get a discount on your council tax if your household votes? Good point. Very good. Very good idea, Rob. You're not fining anyone then, are you? You're just giving people an incentive. If I go and I send my uh, relatives as well who live in the house with me to go and vote, and we all vote, we get a discount. If one of us vote, we get a little bit of a discount. If two of us votes, we get a little bit more. Yeah, that's a very good idea. Very good idea. Uh, either way, people have got to take part. It's no good having an election to see what the will of the people is and very few people turn out. In the uh, referendum on leaving Europe, there was a fairly high turnout. Yeah. Because, you know, people uh, wanted to have their say. If people think it doesn't make any difference, why would they then turn out? Admittedly, the wrong decision was taken, but there we are. Shall we do Tech Talk? Because uh, it seems that I am talking all the time on this programme. And you're supposed to give a little something. I I give my finger movements. I move my finger up and down on the little faders. Mm. Oh, I thought you were talking about masturbating again. I don't do that during the show. Really? No, I I, I try and, you know, maintain some sort of level of professionalism while doing the show. Oh, right. Yeah. Remember, month uh, of May is Masturbation Month. Indeed. Yeah. Oh gosh. What's that? People are people are sending me tweets as we speak at the James Well. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, why don't you do tech talk, and I'll have a quick um, check on what's happening on Twitter. Okay. Uh, tomorrow's world is coming back. If you apparently. could, you know, if you're with us, if you're with us, you could do that, couldn't you? I- I'm with you. I'm always with you. Are you sure? Good well, man. Good man. Uh, you're listening to uh, James Well, the radio show on your favourite radio station on your favourite bit of kit on your favourite everything really mm. yeah good are we ready I am I'm here okay uh, apparently tomorrow's world is coming back oh good I like that unfortunately it's going to be on the sort of children's channel of the BBC not on mainstream BBC well that's a waste isn't it complete waste I mean it's it's complete it's and that's a waste it's due for coming back, Tomorrow's World. Tomorrow's World was one yeah. of the best programmes, along with, um, I was going to say Top of the Pops, but, you know, I didn't really like that Top of the Pops much. 
Did you not? No. Oh. Too much music in it. Yeah. Blake 7, they should bring that back. But uh, Tomorrow's World, I, I would have liked to have seen that come back on, uh, a bit like Robot Wars, they brought that back. Mm. Um, I'd like to see Tomorrow's World back on, uh, you know, so we can we can find it. So then I don't have to do tech mm. talk, you see, or at least I could watch it and then I could just repeat what I've seen on Tomorrow's World. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else have we got this week? Um, Alexa is, you know, our friend. Oh, yeah, she's annoying. She, she's going in cars now. So is you, she? Yeah, you can, you've got to be very careful about that, you know. Tell her, you've got to be very careful about getting into cars with strange people. Oh, right? yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, actually. Yes. Don't get yeah, into I cars mean, with you, strange people. Yeah. yeah, You can tell Alexa to start your car. You can tell Alexa to uh, tell you the information about your car, like how much tyre pressure you've got, etc., in your, in your wheels. In your tyres, I suppose. It wouldn't be in your wheels, would it? I'm just yeah. rambling now because yeah. I'm trying to fill in the time for you while you're reading your text. I'm, I'm reading tweets at the moment. Okay, you keep reading. But I, I put out a, a tweet earlier on today about uh, Corbyn said he didn't think people should have to be stuck in jobs they don't like and I asked how many people are in jobs they don't like. I'd imagine... And there are quite a lot of them. Quite a lot of them, yeah. Also, Amazon are really... Because of the success of uh, the Amazon Echo with featuring Alexa, our friend, um, they're bringing out a new one called the uh, Echo Show. The Echo Show? Yeah, the Echo Show. It's basically the same thing as what the uh, original Echo is, but with a screen. Right, okay. I'm not following this at all. So, well, you know, they're bringing out... They're bringing out a new Amazon Echo pod yeah. thing with a with a screen, you know. A... Right, okay, what, what yeah. That? What was that noise? What noise? It sounded like your, your stomach was gurgling. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of lunch. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to hand over to my uh, correspondent who also deals with um, tech stuff. Oh no, not we. We we going there again, aren't we? And, and uh, she's going to tell us all about the new yeah, Amazon yeah, Echo no. Show. Oh, go on then. Okay. The all-new Echo Show brings everything you love about me, and now I can also show you things: watch videos, see music lyrics, security cameras photos, and more. You can also talk to friends and family who have an Echo or the Alexa app. So basically, really? the old, you know the old Amstrad video phone? Yeah, that's I've making, got one somewhere. Yeah, that's making a comeback. No! Yeah, the, the new Alexa has that feature in it, so you can talk to your friends and family. It's a bit like FaceTime oh. in the Alexa pod. So there you we see, go. Who would have thought a few years ago that you could actually communicate with people you could see? I found this tweet. It's uh, Cuddler Dog Day, apparently. I do that every day. Why would you have a day especially yeah, for that? I know, I know. Um, well, I'm, I'm taking uh, Daisy May, uh, Mrs W as well, probably, on uh, on Sunday to Hampstead for a, a day of, uh, of, 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 of dog adulation. Daisy's been asked to judge a dog show. And how is Daisy going to judge a dog show? Well, how would you judge a dog? Oh, my back. Judge a dog show. Well, I, I, would, I would judge a dog by its cuteness. Um, well, that's probably what Daisy May's going to do. I mean, why wouldn't she? Well, how's she going to indicate which one's the winner? Well, she'll go up and ta touch it on its shoulder, I imagine. Or just turn around and tell the the uh, the the, the um, chairman of the judges, who I think is a great Dane, which one? I mean, what what, what a stupid f question! If you don't mind me saying so, I do because that means another edit for me. <laughs> um, anyway, have we done the um, have we done the tech talk now? Yeah, yeah, I made a complete hash of that as usual. Um, 
Should we Why talk about do you do that? Just to make your part look better. You see, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking we could have got a sponsor for Tech Talk years ago if you did it with a bit of vvvvum. Oh, gosh. The blackbird is back with a really big, wiggly worm in his beak. There's a nest in that hedge just just over there. You should set up a webcam. We could all have a look. I could, couldn't I? Yeah. 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 Maybe I should do that. I like it. Um, anyway, right, okay. Uh, films. Did you say movies? Yeah, I saw, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. You are going to send me some movies to look at, weren't you? I'll send you down a lot of uh, Blu-rays for you, yes. I've got a big Don't pile. Know, I've got a Blu-ray player. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to get one. I'll send you a Blu-ray player and a load of tapes. Tapes? Discs? No, send tapes. I mean, I've just got rid of a load of my old videos because, uh, well, you, I tried to go and get a new VCR. They don't make them anymore. They don't, no. I'm sure you can get them in the cheapy pound shops, though. Really? I'm, I'm sure you can. I'm sure I've, last time I was in one of them bargain-type shops, there was a, a VHS player. But it has been a few years since I've been in a bargain shop, though. Do you remember those eight-track, um, well, not yeah, the, those um, big cassette things they used to have? Yeah, I didn't like them. I mean, the sound quality was good, but I didn't like them because yeah. half the tape stuck out the side of the thing. It just looked ugly. Well, when we were, radio started back in the day, I mean, they, we had all the jingles on those and you used to sort of take your jingle out of a box and then shove it into the um, machine and press a button. Wasn't it a continuous feed? As in, you didn't have to rewind it. It sort of just went round to begin yeah. by itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Recued itself and off you went. So uh, now when everything's on computer, you press a button um, on your desk, uh, you used to physically have to get one of these large things out, stick it in the machine, and you say, uh, ladies and you're listening to, and they would go, James, well... And you could press a button. Did they ever churn up live on air? Yeah, regularly used to eat the tapes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it's quite funny. Fun time, and then and then of course you had a huge pile of records on one side. You had to put them physically onto a turntable, and uh, and you had what was called a slip mat, which was a bit of felt uh, on top of the turntable, which the record went on, and then you put your finger on the record, and the uh, and then it would start immediately. That sounds like hard labour, to be fair. Putting records on a record player. Well, you know, and people laugh now. All you all you do now, of course, is uh, it's it's all on computer. You just have one computer, and you just press a little button on the computer and play whatever you want. Surely the future is just to use uh, someone like Alexa and just say, "Alexa, play me this song," and it'll just play it for you. Yeah. on the radio. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's how it is. I mean, it you know, touch screen now. It'll it'll soon be a verbal command, won't it? And you won't even have to do anything. You have to say, "Right, coming up, uh, here's a new one from Pink Floyd," and it'll go through its um, or or the old one from Pink Floyd, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose they wouldn't anyway. be the old ones from Pink Floyd, wouldn't they? Mm. So was Guardians of the Galaxy, we interrupted your, or uh, was it any good? Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I saw it in IMAX, so it was a uh, very good, big sort of visual feast, as it were, in, in you know, lots of 3D effects and colours and things, and it's very good. Lots of uh, special guest appearances from some famous actors, which I won't mention because it ruined the film. But yeah, it was good. The humour in it was very good. Go to see it just for the humour. The humour's very good. Uh. Okay, well, I'll wait till it comes out on some sort of way to look at it, if you don't mind, because, you know, I don't like going into these places where other people and they eat and belch and fart and do all sorts of things. You really you, you should only be done in the privacy of your own home. You must go to the same cinema that I do. Yeah, 
I probably do. Um, shall we finish our uh, our little soiree off here with uh, questions to the whale? Because I feel we're probably way over time now. Uh, yeah, I got I got lo- lots to edit down now, so it's, it might sound yeah. like a good show yeah. this week. <laughs> you never know. Uh, you never know. Um, and if you've hated this show, then uh, don't be put off because there's about 180 hours you can find on jameswellradio.co.uk. So if you didn't come to it via our website, go and check it out, jameswellradio.co.uk. Or, of course, uh, you can listen live on Talk Radio any night, Monday to Friday, from 7 o'clock in the evening. Okay, should we do questions then? Yeah, we've got a jingle. Um, I've got a jingle, yeah, I'll put a jingle in. It's got nothing to do with questions, but I've got a jingle. I'll just put it in. Right. We haven't. We we need some more. We need to sell some advertising as well. We haven't got many commercials in at the moment, have we? Well, we used to have the um, OD UK one, but that they they stopped yeah. funding the show. Yeah, they didn't, yeah. They didn't well, like. We better find another one. Actually, you could you could always just put out the. Uh, you could always stick in my public o plumbers advert. That's more visual though, because you got to see you in the bathtub. I mean, it's pointless, you know, listening to the audio. You had to bring that bit up, didn't you? Well. <laughs> You just had to bring that up, didn't you? I hope that eh? was a rubber duck that I saw floating on the top of the water. Yeah. Well, you can see the thing if you go to the website, can't you? There's a lot of men doing things in the background. You're making it worse. You're making it worse. Let's just get on with the questions to the whale, shall we? Okay, uh, Jeremy C. Uh, my idea for more bank holidays didn't seem to go down well. Do you have any more ideas? I'm running low. Jeremy, I told you not to call me while I'm at work. I'll see what I can do, all right? It's not the idea that didn't go down well. It was the way you sold it. And by the way, get DA off. Don't let her do any more interviews. Gary Turner. Hello, Gary. Why do football teams start winning games after they've been relegated? Uh, because it's a bit of a shock to their egos um, and they run, they suddenly realise that they look like prize pillocks. Kai Wen Ma. I assume that's how you say that. Apologies if not. You, do you know, you and your flipping reading, it's embarrassing, isn't it? Well, how would you say that then? Kai Wen Ma. That's what I said. Well, there we are. Get on with it. Uh, I have a question that I've always wanted answered. And seeing the uh, followers of The Great Whale are quite intelligent. She obviously has not (laughs) been following the show. Um, I like them to answer this. You like what? I would like them to answer it. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. If at all possible. It's a drug question. And here's the question. If drugs were legalised tomorrow and you could purchase any drug you wanted and you've never taken drugs before... Would you try heroin for the sake of it? No. There we go. That's the answer to her question that she's always wanted to know. Or he. I can't tell from the, or he. Uh, the name. Very strange. Very strange person. If, if I'd known the things I know now about alcohol and coffee, I probably wouldn't have tried those either. Rob James... What do little birdies see when they get knocked unconscious? Well, what a stupid question. I, I think he's... Like the rest of us, they see stars. I'm making a note of that one. Good. Stars. Mm-hmm. Spinning stars or just stars? What do you see when you're knocked unconscious? 
black. Nothing but black. I've always thought there was something wrong with you. Now I know. Uh, Justin Richardson. Yeah. James. Oh, here we go. If you're an avid listener to the Rob Oldfield radio show, what question would you ask him? What does he think his reading age is? I know, I've got a certificate. It's eight. There we are. Uh, Neil Highlander. How do I get an autographed pick? As me and my dad used to love your TV show back in the day, pal. Send us your address and we'll send you a little something back. It might not be an autographed pick, but it'll be something. Uh, Stephen Hazlitt. Why is the number two not considered to be a double figure? Uh, because it's not, is it? The number two is like the number three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all single figures. Then you get to ten, and there are two figures, a one and a zero, Pratt. Uh, Wayne John Brazier. Or is it Brazier? I think it probably would be Brazier, but you carry on. Okay. Isn't it about time those who are committed to stay in the second and third lanes at 50 and 60 miles an hour on our motorways are dealt with or removed to improve congestion and traffic flow? Yeah, but there are. You just flash them and they. Oh, you're not allowed to do that, are you? You'll get done for indecent exposure if you flash yeah, them. Yeah, no, don't forget that. You're not supposed to bully people out of the way, are you, on the road? They take a dim view. Um, I do you know. Uh, I think the one thing that would actually improve it is uh, an intelligence test before people were allowed to get into motor cars because a lot of them seem too thick to drive. And uh, I think we need. You know, modern cars don't really tootle along at 70 miles an hour. They, they do 80, 85 miles an hour. Why don't we put the, the top speed up to 90? I'm reliably informed that the, uh, the, 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 the sort of carnage that would ensue if you have an accident at 70 is not much different if you have an accident at 90. Still pretty bad. Uh, having said all of that, the far, far more dangerous place to be is the small roads in the country, not on the motorway. Yeah. Yeah, people pulling out of junctions, etc. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, good, that's it. I'm going to the uh, pub at this particular time. Thank you very much indeed, Rob, for producing this epic programme. Uh, thank you to you for listening to this marvellous show. I am James Well, and uh, I will be here, and I will be there. In fact, I will be everywhere. All you need to do uh, is, uh, is keep an eye on the website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Right, I'm going. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.